Welcome back to Fantasy OT. Today we're going to discuss three receivers that are undervalued. The first player I want to discuss is Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman is coming off of a WR20 finish. That's despite missing one game last season. He's dealt with a roulette of quarterbacks throughout his three years, catching balls from a declining Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and even Sam Ellinger. Yet he's always been pretty consistent. He even had the most receptions of his career last year with 99. And I think now, with the Colts being pretty stable at quarterback for the next few years and Anthony Richardson, that should allow Pittman Jr. to establish a safe, if not stable, weekly floor. The one thing that screams out at me about Pittman Jr. is his snap percentage. Last year, he had the highest snap percentage in the league with 97%. This man did not come off the field. And that's what we want in fantasy. When you're on the field, you're going to get opportunities to accumulate stats. And Pittman is definitely going to continue to be on the field often. What I also like is the fact that he had the 12th most targets in the league with 141. So they're looking his way. I mean, they only have Alec Pierce and Isaiah McKenzie behind him. And I don't see them bringing anybody else in to give him competition. Pittman is the unquestioned number one in Indianapolis. And if this Jonathan Taylor situation really plays out the way it sounds, they may actually trade Taylor, which would really boost Pittman's value. As it is, he's already looking like a pretty low-end WR1. But if Taylor was out of town, they would definitely become more pass-heavy. Currently, Pittman's being drafted around the seventh round, and I would reach for him a little bit earlier than that especially for a player that doesn't leave the field, is the number one receiver on his team, and should get near 150 targets. Next up, last year's WR17, Mike Evans. Evans finished here despite missing two games and having a down year by his standards. And also, to be fair, he scored most of his points over two games, namely Week 17 when he went bonkers and almost put up a 50-burger in Championship Week. Before Tom Brady, he had to deal with a bunch of different quarterbacks. I mean, he put up really good numbers, with guys like Mike Glennon, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Jameis Winston throwing him the ball. And I have no doubt he's going to be able to do the same thing with Baker Mayfield. And even if Mayfield loses the job, I don't see the Buccaneers turning away from Evans. He's their most respected receiver. He's definitely the number one receiver over there. Sure, you can make an argument for Chris Godwin, but Evans is the guy that they look to when they need to play. And I think Evans is definitely going to get more red zone work this year. We saw his touchdown total dip. But I think we're going to see him get more jump balls. Baker Mayfield's actually a pretty decent deep ball thrower. And last year just felt like an anomaly for Evans. There were miscues, dropped balls. I see him getting it together and not making those same mistakes. The Buccaneers are going to be in some bad game scripts, which means they're going to be chasing points. And that means they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And right now, Evans is being drafted in the seventh round. And I think that's too late. I would even think about drafting him towards the end of the fifth. He definitely still has talent. He's only 30 years old, and he's very much in an offense with a suspect running game. Rashad White should be good, but I mean, he's still pretty much an unknown. Topping our list, Christian Kirk. Man, did people laugh when the Jaguars gave him a four-year, $72 million deal last year. But boy, did he quiet the doubters. He ended up having career highs across the board with 84 receptions, going over 1,100 yards, and eight touchdowns, wrapping up the year as a WR12. And I think he's primed to do it again this year. The Jaguars may have brought in Calvin Ridley, and they still have Zay Jones and Evan Ingram, and they also have a couple of pass-catching backs in Travis Etienne and drafting Tank Bigsby this year. But I don't think that's going to impact Kirk very much. I still think he's one of Trevor Lawrence's top targets. He ended up finishing the year with the 16th most targets with 133. And let's not forget that Trevor Lawrence had the 7th most pass attempts in the league last year. So he definitely throws the ball enough to feed multiple mouths. I think Kirk is going to build off of his first breakout season and continue to prove to people that he was worth that contract. Let's not also forget that from weeks 1 through 10, Kirk was the WR7. 
And I think he could definitely end up there again. He started off really hot, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case again this year. Right now, he's being drafted in the seventh round. And just like the other two folks I mentioned, I think that's a little disrespectful. I would reach for Kirk as early as the end of the fifth, if not the beginning of the sixth, if he's available. Those are three receivers I think are being overlooked and are undervalued. Please subscribe and let me know which receivers you think are flying under the radar in the comments below. Thank you.